Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to an episode of Wrestling Around. Uh, this week, we're doing fully loaded 2000. Um, everybody will be pleased to know as well. There is no Terry Peters. That is two shows in a row. There is no... Do you because know, he wasn't here for ages. And then now I feel like he's always here. Um, but he's definitely not here today. Who is here? Joining me is a world-class wrestling journalist. Aaron, Aaron, how are we doing? Yeah, very well. Tired. Same, same as yesterday. This is like the only time we ever do this over two nights and you're still tired. <laughs> yes, I'm always tired, mate. Just long, long, long-ass day at work. This was uh, your pick, fully loaded 2000. Yeah, did it just because I knew Terry wanted to do it. So, <laughs> I love the absolute pettiness. We could have done some classic WCW, but no, we'll wait till he's back next week. Do some yeah. classic WCW. He needs to watch classic WCW, do they? He doesn't need just, to watch this. Yeah, just because he hates it so much. <laughs> That's what he gets for leaving us. Um, and joining me as well, uh, Lou, you're here. Um, how are um, you doing? I'm dissatisfied with us. Why are you dissatisfied? Well, I got this beer, this free beer, my uh, takeaway the other night. Where do you go for all these free beers? Just like, I, I, well, I went to, I'll tell you what I went to. I went to Wingstop, which is now in the UK, exclusively on Deliveroo, I think, at least in Leeds. Fantastic. 12 different flavors of wings. Wow. Is that where we went in Dallas? That was Wing Bucket. Right. That's an independent Dallas one. I, I, I did Google it because I wanted the sour cream wings again. Is it similar to that though? Which don't exist. It's the same. Not not quite as good as Wing Bucket. Shout out to Dallas, Texas, where I fully loaded two thousand was. Yeah, I love them. But um, yeah, I went there. That was good. And then the guy was like, "Oh, you've got a free gift on the delivery," which was very nice of him to say. Uh, and it's this free damn non-alcoholic beer. Disgusting. Well, well, yeah, it's non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, some of it's quite decent. That uh, Peroni Blue couldn't taste the difference. Why would you? Right. First of all, why would you drink a Peroni just for the taste? <laughs> it does it when it goes out on a Sunday, don't it? Because it was free. I know, but wait, why would you need to get a non Because if you get a non-alcoholic one, that doesn't mean you you, you, you don't, obviously don't want to get drunk. You're enjoying it because you enjoy the taste of Peroni, and I don't believe anybody enjoys the taste of Peroni. <laughs> it came through, it came through my delivery. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss this when I don't live in a city centre anymore, all these free gifts from my delivery. But... Yeah. But you know, I'll tell you what, I went out yesterday, Russ. I had uh, one beer. So. How long was you out for? Three, four hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lemonade what, as well. What, what, <laughs> beer, what beer was it? It was, it was called um, The Last Straw from uh, Osset Breweries. And it was uh, Ocean Saving IPA. I don't know what made it an Ocean Saving IPA, actually. 
I assume some some of the money <laughs> goes to charity. Not really sure. Yeah. But yeah. was it nice? It's all right. It's cloudy. There we go. And joining us uh, is Bob Ruth. Bob Ruth, how are you doing? Glorious. Good. That was the same. Change it up. Better, Monday, maybe Bob. Better without that fucker Terry. <laughs> Don't like Terry, does he? No. no That's it. That was absolutely delicious cake. Yeah. So I'm not enjoying your feud with uh, Bob Rude. Uh, right, I don't have a feud with Bob Rude. I just think you some respect. Just change it up, Bob. Do you know what I mean? Fuck <laughs> you, man. It's just always <laughs> glorious. Learn a different yeah. word. <laughs> Get a beat in your words when he's well champ. Yeah. Well, this is maybe potentially. Now his now his dad's in church. Oh, the booking. Yeah, um, Triple H. Um, right then, that's not the new show. So no facts, please. Banter. Well, I've, got a, I've got a scoop for us. Well, it's not the new show. Fine. No, it's the scoop L. Anyway, it's back. Um, it's about the podcast chats. Oh, yeah. We have climbed up, climbed up to 144th on the uh, British Wrestling Podcast uh, charts. I think we're well, 200 we, we, some of I was going to say it was out of the top 200, not in the top 150. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Sad news is that we dropped out the top 50 uh, Malaysian Wrestling oh. Podcast. You want to get the top 50 on uh, in Malaysia? Uh, come on, peeps of Malaysia, get yeah. listening. Remember that day where we were 44th? <laughs> yeah. What a great no, day. The halcyon days. <laughs> I'll have to update our Twitter bio now. Shocking. <laughs> not to be, not to be. You'll have to get there again. But come on, Malaysians, do better. Because it's not people obviously not listening. It's just people listening to other ones out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There tell a go. friend. If you're in Malaysia, tell a friend. Wrestling Hour Podcast, Malaysia's 44th favorite wrestling podcast. But I'm going to have to change that. We'll give it a, we'll give it a, a week. Give it a week. Back <laughs> I, See if I Malaysia think, can redeem themselves. Yeah. I think there's a common don- denominator, you know. It was 44th in Malaysia when Terry Peters was having all that time off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're behind. Yeah. So this week we'll go back to like first, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Malaysians do not like Terry Peters after what you said about him. Yeah. So, yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, that is true. They're proud, proud people. Terry Peters is his off the cuff um, comments. <laughs> yeah. What he did to that flag was outrageous. <laughs> Right then, I, I digress. Uh, fully loaded 2000. He's not, not going to listen. Sorry, yeah, he's not going to listen. Uh, fully loaded 2000 took place on July 23rd in the Reunion Arena, Dallas, Texas. 16,504 people there. Lou, what were they eating and drinking? I don't know, Oscar's uh, Reunion Arena has closed down, demolished, <sighs> replaced by the American Airlines Center. Where we've been, and I can confirm there is a pizza hut inside the arena. Nice. Also, Terry got a margarita. And attacked a German fella. With it. <laughs> yeah, genuine, yeah, not, not a pizza, not a pizza. The drink, the drink. So got get, a big yeah. frozen margarita. And a okay. he, the, the smuggest person I've ever seen on the planet was Terry walking up. He got 100 percent lime, didn't he? You could get lime or strawberry, and he chose all lime, which is weird, but very Terry. Most people are getting like you know the mix. Yeah, not Terry, straight up lime. It, but then, yeah, right? yeah. He paid about $25 for it as well, did he? Yeah, and then this, this German <laughs> fellow walked down and went, it's these, these are seats, and Terry just fucking whacked him with it. Kneecapped <laughs> <laughs> uh, kneecap him. He's becoming uh, Terry Peters more and more, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> just kneecapped him with the uh, frozen margarita glass. That happened. Sort of. I mean, yeah. he put, did, did he put it on the ground and the other guy fell over it? Sure. Yeah, so he put it on the ground because it was that fucking ridiculous. We was all walking out. Terry Peters, I don't know how he managed to do this. He managed to wedge it. 
in between two seats. <laughs> the German guy nearly fell down all the seats. <laughs> so watch out for Terry Peters. Speaking <laughs> of falling down good, good life seats. advice, I think. Watch out for Terry Peters. Yeah, speaking of falling down all the seats, shout out to Phil. See you in Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, come on, tell us a story. Have I told you before? Yeah, no, pre- you, had, you had to tell everyone in Malaysia. We went to the Premier League, the hats. Um, <laughs> before I was there. So there was Phil, me... And Joe, they're even two. They don't really know the story. Well, they are. Because me and Phil were going out to the bar. I turned around to Joe, what do you want? Turn back around. Where's Phil? In there. Can't see him. Oh, he's just lying in the right front. <laughs> and then we were like three seats off the edge. And like 20 the other way. But he didn't feel that one walked past him again on the way back in. So we had to squeeze past like 20 people. Uh, yeah. Phil. If yeah. you want Phil to come on the show, I've, I've, slightly, I've slightly embellished that story. Um, that was it. I don't know if they said I think he was lying, but that's the way I'm, I'm trusting to. Everyone's saying, so okay. Steep, it's steep up in the upper tiers. Coincidentally, uh, we are in the upper tier of the uh, Prince Valley Stadium, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Put, a, put like a, a, a lashing to one of the seats or something so you can't fall out. Um, well, you've been to Rubbers, haven't you? And it's. Um, uh, in the east stand, it's uh, it's not there's no seats. It's all it's all standing. So it's like a, it's like big steps in it. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy who fell down there. But he had a hot dog in his hands. <laughs> he had put in his hot dog. Yeah. And then he went down about five rows and then he stood back up. He was like, "Yeah, I'm alright." He had mustard on. <laughs> Shout out to Mike, yeah, good friend, friend of the show. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Right, yeah, fully loaded. Jeez, it's bringing tears to my eyes. Um, so, right, fully loaded is what we're doing. Uh, build as a triple main event. Um, I think the main events are Cat Angle, Undertaker, <sighs> uh, Jericho versus Triple H, and The Rock versus Chris Benoit. They're going to be the three main events. Um, we've got JR and the King on comms. Um, <laughs> doing what he does best, especially in this first match, which is Harry Boys and Lita against uh, TNA and Trish Stratus. Um, and I was wondering, is this the, the, the first match of Lita and Trish? The first month? The start of the epic rivalry? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't mm. find any anything to say it wasn't. <laughs> there we go, then. That's, <laughs> the, that's the way you look for proof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it, it might have been because Trisha had many uh, wrestling matches. No, yeah, mm-hmm. she's not been point. in that long, I don't think. She's yeah. 99, she's coming. Yeah. Um, so there we are. You could argue she, she still had many wrestling matches after this match, but, but there you go. <laughs> oh, she's a legend of the business. She's now. <laughs> she's the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least she as well. Um, uh, what? <laughs> uh. Oh, she's, she's, no, she can't hang. She can't go today. The disrespect. She did. She literally did hang and go earlier in the year. No. Um, Can you remove both... um, Ross from the chat? <laughs> yeah, okay. She's about as good as, as Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I'm trying to talk now, isn't it? <laughs> can't mute it, can he? <laughs> I have to do it for him. <laughs> oh. oh, no, wrong bone. Oh, he's wrong. gone. Gone entirely. Wrong, wrong there we go. Well, welcome to the 11 year anniversary of the Lou and Aaron show. It's back. 
Absolute disrespect. Your uh, pa- I saw the fear in both of your eyes then when the host has yeah. <laughs> gone. Yeah. Um, right then, Hardy Boys vs. Uh, we want, we want Terry Chan in the crowd. <laughs> I don't think there was. So, um, we want Terry to be locked up for his crimes, maybe. <laughs> um, I've wrote, the first line I've wrote here is um, King's going to have a stroke. What of? Um, I'll leave that up to your imaginations. Because, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Poppies. Um, yeah, he's a bit randy, isn't he, your king? <laughs> so it, the though. whole fucking crowd? Burn us. Well, it was a different time, right? It's 22 years ago, it was a different time. The entire crowd just shouting, we want it, so the duration. <laughs> the whole match. <laughs> the whole match. And literally. That's all that we're doing. Yeah, for 13 minutes. Um, what do we think of this match, then? Obviously, Hardy Boy is very good. You two like Lita. I think she's all right as a manager. Uh, uh, TNA, I've never really understood TNA. Uh, Test and Albert, because it's meant to be like tits and ass wrestlers. No, I, I understand the name, but the actual two wrestlers, I just don't care about any other. What? Test is great. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Is Test great? Yeah. Well, Aaron, eat... Aaron is a fully fledged testicle. <laughs> he loves him. <laughs> yeah. If he, if, it, if he hadn't have been pushed too early and have kind of. And obviously, died so early. I think he'd have been a top, top main eventer. Really? Yeah, without a doubt. I, I just, I think, I don't think he's got any personality. And obviously, um, Albert went on to do even better things, didn't he? Yeah, it's, it's Ten Siren. Yeah, t- <laughs> Ten Siren was fantastic. He did tons of funk, Ross. You can disrespect tons of funk. No, but speaking of, speaking of tons of funk, that should not. Well, I didn't know this when we did the news with yesterday, but did you know what the main event of the next NWA pay per view is? Trevor Murdoch against Brothers Glow. Fuck, yes. <laughs> For the NWA title. Yes. Well, well, we'll get Terry. Rick Flair's not, de- Rick not even dead yet, but he's rolling his grave. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Terry's interview, won't we? Of, uh... The next time to be wear paper, he loves Matt Cardona's work there, so you know, might mm-hmm. know the rest. He doesn't love Matt Cardona's work, he's told Paris just... to love Matt Cardona's work. Oh, he loves it. Where's that bloody, where's that bloody dog come from? Outside, it's all kicking off. It's wild. Of, I've got my window up. You know, I thought Test had a lot of upside, but yeah, Aaron's right, it kind of too much too soon on it. Mm. And he's finished here, I think. He's just right, right. Also, well, he was, but only came back in ECW, didn't he? Uh, yeah, they weren't yeah. great then either. She had yeah. shot out. They had, they, they had a few a few, a few, few girls with him. Nothing really landed. Didn't know what to do with him. So what did, what did we think of this match then as, a, as an opener? I love a good tag match to open. Yeah, It was a hot crowd, but they were mm. randy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, it was a different time. Yeah, but they were, they were really into the match, to be fair. It was loud. Mm. It was, it was loud. Match. Yeah, um, the Hardy Boys. You you forget how popular those, especially Jeff. I think every time he got in the ring, you could just hear women screaming. Mm-hmm. So the men were having a good time. The women were having a good time. Everyone was having a good time. It. Um, the the end. Of, so basically, this match is Hardy Boys get chucked about. Um, it's all about Lita trying to get her hands on Trish after she got whipped on SmackDown. Mm. Um, they have a little bit of a of a, of a, a go together, don't they? Um, Trish is a bulldog. There's a superplex. 
Um, and then Lita wins after a moonsault onto Trish, 13 minutes. But TNA beat them down afterwards. And Trish gets her own back and starts whipping the crap out of her again. Mm. Solid, solid start, I think. So I just realised I need to get the uh, Mel Star ends up there. Yeah, you have to uh, add the new Toby is. You, <laughs> how does that make you feel? Um, you're, you're second to Terry Peters. <laughs> That's not a very good impression, Terry Peters, because you didn't say it, to be fair. <laughs> I didn't like it. Right, um, Come on, get the star rated up. Meltzer gave it. Oh, he's very generous to it, I thought. Two and three quarters. Ah, that's it's higher than what I thought for um old melts. Um but he is wrong though. Yes, yes. yes he is. Yes. Um, I enjoyed this match. I I thought it got the crowd hot in more ways than one. Um three and a half for me. I enjoyed it. Good. Got heel heat on our TNA, didn't it? It did. And Trish Stratus, who uh, yeah. this isn't the last we will see of her. Um she will be back later on. And we see more of her as well, so <laughs> well, yeah, pretty sad to see less of them it? <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Uh, right, we go backstage then uh, to one of many, many, many backstage segments. Uh, Edge has gone up to the Commissioner Mick Foley, um, telling him Christian has food poisoning and they cannot uh, defend their titles against the acolytes later on. Foley doesn't believe him, but Edge is saying, Go on, mate, get, get the medical guys. Uh, let's see how that pans out. But uh, then go to Undertaker, who chases after Kurt Angle. Uh, on his bike, through the backstage <laughs> area, and then into a locker room. <laughs> on, on his bike. Irresponsible, Taker. Right, I know you're this badass, but surely that's not the most efficient way to get round a tight locker room. <laughs> Imagine if you're in there. You're just like preparing for your match. Maybe like your Taz and Alsner's next match. Your Taz and Alsner got a big pay per view match coming up next. You're about to go. Fucking Undertaker smashes through the doors on his fucking bike. It's the locker room leader, us. I know, but he can do what he wants. I'd say, but Taker, come on, no bikes, no bikes in there. He can't can't say that to him. He just does what he wants to take it to Wrestler's Cart. Uh, but, yeah, I reckon you'd win. I'd be like, look, I know it's not written down anywhere, but I thought it was just mutually agreed that nobody would bring vehicles into, into the yeah. locker room. No, uh, second to rest his car, I still sue him for Jack Daniels. Uh, what absolutely ridiculous. I, I despise Taker all the way through this. He is a dick in this. In yeah. this yeah, he's a dick for at least five years. Mm-hmm. around this time uh, the next match then is Taz vs Alsner um, I know what we're all thinking uh, what was the point five minutes long Taz does a few suplexes crowd chat boring um, and it's a Taz mission to win um, does anybody, can anybody tell me the point of this match no, um, nobody Al- needed serious Alsner Alsner is fantastic yeah, normally Alsner is this... fantastic in the hardcore title picture but serious not, not, yeah. <laughs> not in his five minute match against Tazzy is not was, this, was he um was he meant to be like tough enough coach Charles no I don't get what yeah, that's, a, that's a year later is it yeah were well, they just trying to build him some respect or something I just don't I don't understand I, I'm Al, just Al, the absolute head case Al Snow Al Snow was at um, Ric Flair's last match sat next to Santino Morella <laughs> what a pair <laughs> yeah I just I don't they were signed front of uh, a take on Foley <laughs> 
Like, sat, I think they were sat on the opposite side, you know. <laughs> yeah, because they, they had to buy the tickets, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, what, like, does, does anybody have anything to say about this match? Yeah, didn't uh, not really. <laughs> uh, what are the stars? Uh, Meltzer gave it very generous, in my opinion. Uh, one and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, he is wrong though. Yes. Um, <laughs> he says without a doubt, um, oh, a six star match. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's like 0.5 at best. Yeah. 0.5. Meltzer going a bit high with his ratings, isn't he? Yeah, generous um, I think. Yeah. I think he was probably all hot and sweaty after the puppies in the last match. So. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's why I give that one so much. Imagine if that's why Meltzer was just as randy as, as everyone else. That's why he doesn't like women's matches now, because they're too serious. Mm. He preferred it when they was fighting in the mud. Yeah, brown panties matches. Mm. Um, all, all adds up. Um, and then we go backstage again, full of chicks and a Christian who's um, throwing up everywhere, or appears to be throwing up everywhere. Uh, we then go to Triple H, and my favourite line of this full pay-per-view is Triple H is just watching Christian throw up on the TV. <laughs> says he's going to throw up his shoe. <laughs> and then he says, he gets real serious. He's like, oh, God, yeah, it's awful when you throw it up like that. <laughs> yeah, taking it serious. Everyone's taking it serious to us. <laughs> what was the point in that little bit? <laughs> but also, isn't it weird, right? If he's watching Christian throw up on telly. He would be on TV next. Then he would be on, <laughs> he would be on telly at this point. He would be watching himself, watching Christian. Because <laughs> it does Christian once, he just didn't really acknowledge the cameras, did he? Obviously. No. But, um, yeah, weird, weird to think about it. <laughs> we watched Backstage Chickens. I thought it was just like a unspoken rule that there was just... You don't the mention cameras the cameras. Exist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weird. <laughs> it just, it just goes on like a minute later and Triple H is like, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks familiar. What's uh, terrorizing doing back? Um, then Stephanie gets a lot of flowers. Um, mm-hmm. She reads the card. Triple um, H, I, I get it, he's annoyed at the flowers, but he, just, he comes off as such a douche. <laughs> he's like, she's like, oh, you bought me the flowers. He's pretty much like, that would be fucking ridiculous. I didn't buy you any flowers. <laughs> to his wife. Why would I, Triple H, your husband, buy you flowers? <laughs> well, that was a stupid thing to think, Stephanie. <laughs> Um, you check the card um, and the from care angle. Uh, well, it doesn't true. say care angle, it says it's true. It's true. Mm. Well, we think the from care angle, then that's what we're yeah. led to believe. And everyone's angry at care angle now. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah well, care angle is a sex best. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's 19 years nineteen years ago this week, right? That, that promo. <laughs> the BCLity one. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Le- legendary. It's Cat Angle. Oh. Cat Angle forces himself on a sleep on a sleeping Stephanie. Oh, he's mm. back. Yeah. yeah. On my back. I, I was just talking about it. Maybe it's a good job I was saying so. There's a cat angle forced himself on a sleeping Stephanie. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> good stuff. Wholesome, wholesome storytelling. <laughs> back back to the attitude era. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in the main event quickly, wasn't he? He only came in oh, yeah. November the year before, didn't he? Was yeah. A year, wasn't it? Yeah. He did yeah. everything in a year, didn't he? Yeah, next match Eddie Guerrero. Uh, against Perry Saturn for the European title. Eddie Guerrero is the champion, comes up with China. Perry Saturn comes up with Terry. Um, they start scrapping on the on the ramp straight away. Um, and then China chases mm. off Terry before they, they start having a match. Um, China beats down Saturn, she's getting involved. And then 
I don't know if this was meant to happen. The poor Spanish announcers sat and clotheslined China through the table. <laughs> I think he was meant to cop the tap. Gives <laughs> it away. Yeah, because he never replaced that table. No. <laughs> this is the, this is the yeah. third match. <laughs> never I feel like it must have been, they must have given it for the, uh, I assume, the last one standing match. Do you think it was supposed to go through that one instead of the one they went through? Yeah, I reckon so. Um, so Chandler goes through there. Uh, Terry comes back out, low blows Eddie Guerrero, and then Saturn wins after an elbow drop to his back. Eight minutes. Um, I, I enjoyed this match. The it's radicals right. falling apart. Mm. Yeah, Eddie completely falling apart this, at this point. Eddie just left. Eddie just Come left. Eddie just left. Eddie left yeah. because of China, I think, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, because he was in Eddie was injured all the way through the radicals room, wasn't he? Yes, he got injured on the first night, didn't he? He'd be like a broken arm or broken collarbone or something. Like that. Yeah. Um Perry sounds a weird one, eh? He, yeah. He's somebody I thought should have been bigger better than he was. Well he didn't he mm. um you get punished for, for shooting on someone like a rookie or something. And that's why he ended up with Moppy. Yeah, he said he blacked out, didn't he? Yeah, he blacked out, and then before when he come to this kid's just proper like being beaten black and blue. Yeah, um, but um, Bruce Pritchard says on the Radicals episode of this podcast um, that Perry Saturn was the one they wanted in the Radicals. Yeah. You don't want Dean Malenko, fucking shit. Boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they definitely didn't want um, Shane Douglas because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come across. Left him. I think okay. it, was after, it was after Benoit and Perry Saturn. The other two were just like, oh, well, if we can get them, then we'll have you. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Well, he had a lot of upside, didn't he? But obviously, he just couldn't be. He had a lot of issues, didn't he? Mm. I do remember uh, for a long period where people genuinely thought he was dead. He oh, was, yeah. Uh, no, I had for him for a while. He yeah. Wasn't he like a, a bodyguard, allegedly a bodyguard for some sort of drug dealers? Yeah, and he was working on like, some sort of used car dealership. And he saved a guy's life, didn't he? By beating up a, a murderer or someone who was attempted to murder him. I don't know. Then there was the scene. Was it just giving Patreon and stuff on there? Yeah. I'm sure, I did something like mildly heroic. Like mm. yeah. um, right, this match then, what do we think? Perry Saturn is a new European champion. Well, it was just very similar to the WCW matches we've been watching the last. Well, I guess it was. Yeah. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, I completely it's... forgot Perry Saturn had this run to be honest. So, one that memorable afterwards. No, I'm pretty sure he loses it like pretty much instantly. And then he goes into the hardcore title. Yeah. Picture for a bit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I remember him from is the hardcore picture. Yeah, he's always in them. They do like the six man challenges and stuff that in the, the hardcore scrambles or whatever they were called, where you won it, but you didn't actually win it. Yeah. The time limit ones. Um, I feel pretty sure at WrestleMania, he's in that, or the next WrestleMania, he's in that match. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm sure it's that one. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It would be 2001, the next one, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sounds about right. Match, match was all right, wasn't it? Um, what, what, are we, what are we saying? Ratings wise. Um, well, Meltzer, two and a half. I thought he'd give it more just because of the people involved. Mm. But no. Mm. Oh. I had like to take two stars off the match. Um, as there was no Moppy. Mm. Um, so I was quite disappointed not to see Moppy. 
Um, as a result, it's just one one star from for me. One <laughs> star. Oh, heavily penalised for no yeah. mops. <laughs> yeah, would have put a bit more personality into Perry Sands' manager, wouldn't it? If there was a yeah, if it was, if it was Moppy instead. She's the horny she devil, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever said out loud. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm, 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 I'm not a fan of China. No, and I didn't like this China either. If you're gonna have China, oh, this is the worst. DX China, where she just beats people up. Yeah, this is the worst. It, like China, in my opinion. Mama Cita China is the yeah. Way. Stop trying to give her a personality when she's clearly level. Yeah, apparently she's awful to work with as well, according to Chris Joko. Yes, saw that. It was on the True Jordy podcast, wasn't they? Yeah, saying that she's just so stiff, can't like so in- incapable in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, because he was complaining when he was saying everyone was saying how well China had done. He was like, hang on. She's only done that because of me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. It's a good interview. If you've not watched it, though, True Jardy podcast. I've watched it. Well, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Um, he's also, who else has he had? He's had Undertaker on True Jardy and he's had uh, Shawn Michaels. I haven't watched the Shawn Michaels one yet. Who is this True Jardy fella? Um, basically, he made his name um, filming a video ages ago. Um, on his phone that was set up on the ironing board, having to go to Nile Ranger, another you know, ex Newcastle player. Right. And in that, he says, I'm the true Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he's built this massive YouTube empire where he's got now like 2 million subscribers. He's got the most successful podcast in the UK. Um, he, ah. he, co- he commentates on boxing. He, he, does, he does also. <laughs> so, where are you hustling? Yeah. And all we have to do is have a go at Nile Ranger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, oh, he's, he's, had, he's, had, he's had huge guests on his, his podcast uh, like, ridiculous yeah uh, oh. but yeah <laughs> that's how he started the true oh, journey good, good he's, he's just a big massive bloke from, from Newcastle yeah good lad <laughs> um, what was he having to go now Andrew about just being shit I think oh. and not caring about the Newcastle thing Newcastle yeah. team and getting his own name title mm. in his face yeah but I mean, inside his lip doesn't even last very long yeah mm. weird uh, how's he got the... No, it's only Yeah, he got some tattled on the inside of his lip, doesn't he? Yeah. Weird block. Um, right then. Is, do you know, Southend renewed his contract and he's not turned up for training for the past six months. Southend renewed it. I assume that's why they're in the, the trouble they're in. <laughs> South I, don't know, I don't know if Brown was there, but it was around that time. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, right then, we go backstage again then for the final... Uh, final time for Edge and Christian. Um, Foley catches Christian faking it basically. He then goes into the yeah. toilet and he's got what looks like some sort of clam chowder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pouring it into the toilet, pretending that he's throwing up because Foley's outwitted them. By this going was, a, this was this was genuinely hilarious, though. Fantastic. <laughs> Edge, Christian, and Foley have a ridiculous chemistry, which I feel mm-hmm. like they never built enough on. They did on the E and C show. They always used to be on um like heat and they and stuff. It was yeah. always like mid-level ones. Like, what was the one where? You had the soda, so it's like Mickey's got your soda. <laughs> I was I can't help <laughs> you that was up. I was not on a raw, I was back down. Something. That's one of my favourite moments. Underrated authority forget. When he came back, he was rubbish. Oh, yeah. Mm. When he was just like really weird about Stephanie, wasn't he? That was yeah. Really, yeah. And again, but, he never paid that off to be because just that's just it was in that era where Storyline just randomly disappeared. Um, but in this era, Foley as a commissioner is... Brilliant. Uh, yeah. This is what we wanted, isn't it? One of our favourite ones. Mm. It, proves, it proves that you can have a face uh, 
commissioner, a, yeah. a fierce authority figure. Didn't always have to be heel. You don't always have no. to be screwing people. No, Teddy Long was. I was going to say he walked. So Teddy Long could run. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's Adam Pierce? It is official, and he's just Adam Pierce. <laughs> he calls it down the line, regardless. I don't really know. No, because he doesn't. Does he? he always makes really random decisions? Everyone just forgets <laughs> that he's done it, and then. <laughs> I remember last year when he just didn't let Drew McIntyre in that battle royal, but and then McIntyre went down with a sword and then went to commercial break and then he'd gone and the match was happening. And to be fair, they never, Mc... mentioned, they never mentioned it again. If McIntyre yeah. threatened me with a sword, I'd probably put him in. No, he didn't. They didn't put him in. <laughs> oh, maybe, he to, maybe he got rightfully kicked out then. Wielded a sword at everyone, and then he just they came out from commercial break and he was like, oh, "The match is starting now." And Drew McIntyre's gone, and then they never mentioned it again. Yeah, good. in. Yeah, because get rid of him. You can't be waving swords at people. No, yeah, but why, would he, why would he mention it again? I don't anyway. know. Uh, right, then. Uh, we then go to another uh, backstage thing where Taker's having a promo with Michael Cole. Um, he catches uh, Angle messing with his bike, sat, sat on it, trying to do stuff. Uh, Taker's saying a lot of things like, yeah, you're going to get it now, boy. Um, and then he says he's going to um, need a doctor to surgically remove his foot from his ass. There you go. So take us into that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's very ginger, isn't he? In this era, spooky oh, yeah, yeah. skank, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, did you wear it? <laughs> well, that in his nickname backstage, Wendy. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like the girl from Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know this, but I would put good money on. He's still fuming about to this day. <laughs> yeah, that he doesn't know. Oh, he doesn't know about. It. Somehow. Well, he listens to this, so sorry, Taker. Yeah, sorry, Taker. Slagging you off again, eh? But you was an absolute <laughs> asshole in this era. <laughs> oh, goddamn spooky scare. You're going to go now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Next time you go to America, Taker's just waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got me to goddamn spooky scare. And he Might goes, kick, more... kicks me, and we just get a flash of fishnet. What, just... what do you think you'd be more upset about? Being the spooky skank or being me and Matt Fallows? Uh, under Peters <laughs> or is he Terry Taker I don't know I can't remember one of the two just you so what you're saying is cosplaying as Terry Peters is worse than me dressed up as a massive dick <laughs> where till you see it well it's the same thing <laughs> but where's, <laughs> where till you see it oh god he's getting right shoe into there Peters isn't he yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's having a good time though. it's only our man yeah and he's got no internet can't, 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 yeah, can't, <laughs> can't listen to it now, can he um, right, the next match then is Edge and Christian, yeah, the WWF Tag Team Champions against the Acolytes. Um, Edge and Christian obviously do their promo beforehand, slagging off mm. Dallas. Yeah. Great callback. Um, Christian J- is sick. J- sick of being like, here. Yeah. <laughs> JR yeah. is like legit, legit and furious in here at the JFK comments. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not having it. That's not. That's JR shooting. That is too far. <laughs> yeah. Um, good on him. Um, you know, I didn't put two and two together, but the review I used on this said there's some sickening comments about Dallas. And that's probably what they are. Yeah. Uh, fair play, push the boat out. Do you know what I mean? Um, what did they say? It's good heel heat, innit? Yeah. Uh, they basically said that um, if he hadn't been assassinated, oh, if, he, had to, if he'd have had to spend any more time in Dallas, he'd have probably committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine the uproar if someone said that now. No, because they're really sensitive about in Dallas as well, aren't they? Yeah, don't remember when. Um, who was the American fellow on Dragons Dragons Den? Oh, uh, anyway, right. Awesome, we're going to be a rubbish story in it. But anyway, 
you met a jerk on Texas and then the woman who was like pitching went, oh, that's why they kill presidents. And he was like, I'm out. Disgusted. <laughs> what you've just said. <laughs> oh, ridiculous show, Dragon's Dennis. Yeah. Um, then the acolytes come out. Um, Bradshaw, obviously, Texan native. Mm. Uh, he has a huge pop, a huge reaction to his yeah. promo. It doesn't yeah. if he gets half of it. That's <laughs> it's basically just Bradshaw being Texas and shouty. Mm. <laughs> um, pretty much like his JBL promos. Um, and then this match is Edge and Christian getting chucked around by the acolytes. Weird, I thought this um, that Farouk was the hot tag in Texas. Well, yeah, the other way around to get that. Imagine the pop of it have been JBL or Bradshaw. Yeah, I wouldn't just for the pop for, for Bradshaw, to be honest. Yeah, because they've always they always try to do Bradshaw. This is like the third or fourth repackage on it. Yeah, and then they try again in the yeah. um invasion, they try and make yeah. him the leader, don't they? And they try again and they try again, and then finally, JBL finally works. Yeah, with JBL. Yeah. Who Vince McMahon wanted as a baby face? Wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. Vince McMahon wanted a white billionaire <laughs> as a baby face. I don't understand how that would have worked. I don't know. Thank God he was he was convinced not to. Was he, did he? Have, was it was never a baby face as JBL? Was he? No. Um. Oh yeah. Um. Only when they brought back like the APA and then couple. Oh of yeah, agents. when he was like in his in his legends run. Yeah. 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 Full time run. Yeah. When he was doing yeah. a Jerry Lawler role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this match, um, it only goes on for five minutes. Uh, Farouk hits the Dominator on Christian. He's about to win, but Edge comes, breaks the count of the ref and then hits Farouk with the belt. So they win, well, so Acolytes win by DQ, but Edge and Christian manage to keep their belts. They then mm. get their own back, the Acolytes. And there's another beatdown after the, after the belt and then they send them to the back. Yeah. Mm. Disappointing. Nice I think it? both teams are better. But then I get the story. Yeah, Christian was sick, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sick of being in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> like, looks pretty old. So uh, what do we th- what do we think of this? Um, I, I would like it to go longer, but it, it fit Edge and Christian, didn't it? Yeah, I just yeah. He'll heat. Good storytelling over match quality, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, when when did the accolades become the APA? Was um... the one the APA at this point? Was it? No, I don't think it was I, long after this. Yeah, it can't be. They were, they were, all the hallmarks were there, but then the actual APA t shirts, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. It must have been this year, because they definitely were by the time the invasion rolled out. Yeah, that's when you start wearing jeans, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I'll do some Googling for you. Yeah, thank you. But, um... Meltzer gave this one half stars, by the way. Right. Oh, it's fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. It's got fruit in it. No, he's, he is underrated. I've met him as well, little bloke. Yeah. What, is, what is the official star rating then? Three and a half. Good storytelling. Obviously, like you say, storytelling of a match quality, but it advanced the storyline, isn't it? Yeah. It's not it's not over. Um yeah. It, Apparently they wear us. So why are they announcing the acolytes then? January thirty first, two thousand, the uh they started the Acolytes Protection Agency. Oh. But I thought oh, it was announced as the APA. I don't know when that changed, but yeah. They were the APA mm-hmm. from January onwards. All right, there we go. 
Um, underrated and tag team, and I, I, I don't think I cared about them at the time, but going back now, I'm re watching. They've always been one of my favorites, favorite tag teams. It's what you need, isn't it? There's no one like them now, is there? You need someone just big getting in, kicking off, yeah, getting getting. And I love the the idea of of mercenaries, no matter what team they're on, don't don't really care as long as they're getting paid. Baby face one week, heal the next. You know what I mean? Oh, I like yeah, that. They're, they're quite fun, aren't they? Really, just for that, really. Yeah. I don't think they needed a big major title ones. Everyone remembers them anyway because they had a good character. Yeah. Great backstage segments, especially oh. when used to make people walk through the door. I was <laughs> 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 just playing poker or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of backstage segments here. And I'll, I'll do, actually, I'll discuss this. Well, we'll do, we'll go through these because these are the last of the backstage segments, and then I'll and then I'll say what I'm about to say. So we get Big Boss Man at um, WWF New York. Um, <laughs> the boy again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely having <laughs> some poor fans' life. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Big Boss Man, the bouncer. Um, right. He's a jerk, isn't he? Yeah, would you be disappointed if you went to WWF New York and Boss Man was there and drank some of your beer? <laughs> yeah. beer and threw your idea away so you can't go get any more. <laughs> yeah. Um we then go back to Triple H um and Stephanie. Um, they're arguing again, basically Stephanie's saying, um, why can't we just be friends with I'm assuming can't angle, but we don't know that yet. Triple H is, is getting upset. Um and then Undertaker finally catches Angle or is about to catch him, but Angle manages to weasel away um and then beats him down. On his knee with a wrench. Yeah, for the second time, because apparently it happened at last down. week. Yeah, yeah. So that's maybe go. why he was riding his bike through. Yeah, you know, thought he had his agony. Oh, yeah, because he can't walk. Uh, is Taker going to sell that uh, injury in the match? Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but, but we'll get there. As I say, backstage segments. No, no backstage segments anymore. The need. Oh, they need to start doing them like this again. Some of these. You think some of the best moments of the Attitude Era, or even the Ruthless Aggression Era, are, are backstage segments? It's all too polished now, isn't it? Yeah, they're all you know just I mean? like, videos. Even the, the GM's office and stuff are just all like just normal offices today. They're all like raw, smacked down everywhere. Mm. Yeah, they're all too Spring. polished. Nothing happens. They could do it when everyone, you know, when the cheap people are watching the adverts on on Peacock. Yeah, give us some bonus backstage content. Yeah. Bring back um, Ron Simmons on a Legends contract. Yes. Yeah, Bring back Regal. <laughs> because yeah. they're some of the best moments when Regal GM was... GM Regal. <laughs> GM and they had all the meetings at SummerSlam and stuff. All yeah. the GMs. Incredible stuff. And Triple H is actually watching TV like a normal person. So they've been stood side on to a massive TV. Yeah, there's some weird shit that came in, in the last like 10, 15 years and everything. Like... But this, yeah, this proves that they're watching TV. It's we don't need to see normal. what's on the TV because we know what's on the TV because we're watching yeah. And Triple H is going to describe it anyway, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, bring back um, backstage segments for me. Agreed. Um, the next match then is for the Intercontinental title. It's Rikishi against the champion Val Venus. It's going to be a cage match. Uh, this is the second time we see Trish Stratus. Um, I, I hate WWE for bringing in Escape from the Cage. Yeah, it's I hate, shit. I hate WWE even more for not even bothering to lock the doors and you can just ask the ref to open it. What's the point yeah. of the cage match? You can just ask the ref to open the door. Yeah, that's the worst bit about the cage match. I hate it. Absolutely. You, it happens it, all the time now. And then take a really slow walk to try and get out of it. Yeah, they used to. When they first started doing it, I can sort of get 
along with climbing over the top. I get that. But they used to padlock it up. Mm. I mean, yeah. it was just a ball, and they just, ah, oh, let me out this match. Yeah, right then. What is the fucking point of having a cage? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the escape out of the cage, because I guess that differentiates from Hell in Cell. I know the, the cage is different, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you want to keep them in, in you go Hell in Cell, don't you? And then it, it lets like cowards like Terry Peters escape from um, B Boy or whatever his name was, Moss Boy. Over the top, though, but not by asking for the door to be opened. Yeah. Um, Rikishi isn't doing very well with that door, to be honest because uh, the first time you know, Tristratus uh, slams it on his head. Um, Lee then classic, comes out. Classic cage match spot there, that's yeah. every cage match. There, <laughs> you would not go out um, head first, would you? No. <laughs> But they always put do. Your, put your leg out first. That is got big yeah. chunky slide. eyes. I think Rikishi could set that. Good leg. Slide along on your on, yeah on your ass. Couldn't you? Yeah. You know, yeah. If you need to slide. Yeah. yeah feet first. Slide on your back. Sliding out with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then to do that, it's gonna bounce off your feet, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Lita then runs out, gets her own back on Trish. Starts whipping her. Um. Takes the top off. Rips the <laughs> top off, and then whips her some more. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you've got, if you're going to whip, let, let's whip properly, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> King, again, is having a stroke. Um, not of the medical kind. I'm sure Jay Sasha Fry. They then go fighting on the top. Uh, then all of a sudden, Rikishi's on, stood on top of the cage. Will he escape to win? No, what he will do a frigging splash off the top of the cage onto Valvinus. Doesn't go for the pin though. Tries to leave. It bounces then, off, doesn't he? Yeah, but he didn't then try and crawl over him. No. Crawls to the crawls to the door. Could you win by a pinfall in this match? You could yeah, pinfall yeah. or going over the top. Um then Taz comes out of nowhere, gets a camera, smashes Rikishi in the face. Valvinus wins. 14 minutes. Um huge spot. I'm pretty sure it's on one of the is it one of the opening things? Opening WWE videos. Yeah, so I forgot on spotting it. It was at this point where I was like, "Have we done this? Have we done this show before?" I feel I like know. we discussed this spot on this show. I, probably. <laughs> I don't recall doing. I don't, I don't know. You have Maybe to go back in the archives. Let us know. Yeah. It is the second time. I guess I'll know when I type the the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we've seen it, if we've done it before. Um, what do we think of this then? Is it a wasted spot because he didn't win? Should, I, I, that, should that win the match for him? I think it should. You know, Valvinus should have legit died at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's four hundred and fifty pounds, whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. It's, it's still the moment, isn't it? You know, what I mean, you're still getting there. Everyone wants to do the super fight spot, don't they? Who my main concern us with this match is nobody, and I mean nobody, needs a fifteen minute Rikishi and Valvinus match. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but with all the shenanigans, I agree if it was a normal match. No, it was too In it was a too cage long. with all the shenanigans. Too long. There was Shen- there, there two shenanigans. Shenanigans plenty. But well, 15 minutes is still a bit long for this match, I think. Yeah, if it was 10, it would have seemed too sharp. It's a good, it's a good, <laughs> good match, though, isn't it? Good it's also it involves Rikishi. Just saying. Whoa. Hey. Bad, exactly. He's all right, isn't he? You bad mouthing my man Rikishi. I'm not, I wouldn't say a bad mouth I'm just saying, don't what expose is, him like this. What are you saying about Big Geish? I'm saying he can't do a 15 minute match, no, should he? That's what I'm saying. 
that I could be quite, be quite explicit in, in what I'm saying here. I, I, would, I would block and, and remove you no, if you wasn't okay. hosting the call. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that worthy of that. No, um, so I don't think it is. It's, it's a good, good wrestler, good character. Don't need to be doing 15-minute matches. I think you need to with all the shenanigans uh-huh. and the false finishes and stuff. No. Ten minutes to do it. What do you make of Taz? Oh, I, 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 I never got him. Boring. Who's an angry boy in it at this point? I'm fairly sure this didn't go anywhere either. <laughs> well, one is whole, whole, you know, when before his, his match with Serious House, no. One is just saying, like, oh, he's just being a random dude. Isn't he? That's kind of his game, this thing now. Kind of his game. Just angry, angry man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, is angry he, midget. Yeah, it's a shit. Because if he was six inches taller, he probably doesn't summon in WWE. Yeah. yeah. Well, then they put him in that goddamn boiler suit. Yeah. Looking like goddamn Annika Rice. Uh, <laughs> he made him look even smaller. It's been looking even smaller, yeah. Because yeah, he, he's the first person to beat Kangle. Yeah, he was. That was earlier this year. Royal Rumble. This is the Royal Rumble, and now he's doing this. Nobody's having matches with Al Snow, and he's just hitting Rikishi with a TV camera. Yeah. Um, right then. Uh, what, what are the official star ratings? Well, we'll go with the unofficial star rating first, please, look. Unofficial. Oh, you mean Melsa's? I thought you Melsa's, yeah. There's only one star rating that we care about. Two and three quarters. Oh, he couldn't be more wrong. Yeah. Four stars. Yes. I'm more inclined to go with a Melsa. Oh, no. It was a good match. Didn't need to be that long, did it? Huge it spot. Good, snooze fest. Good match, good spots, good run-ins, apart from Taz. Yeah, <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> but Lita back, Trish Stratus doing a thing. Good stuff. Yeah, it's all right. Um, Possibly Rikishi's back. best match. I can know. <laughs> we, uh... What best match that is in? Yeah, that's not, that's not true. No, oh, well, he's in the Hell of a Cell, but it's, yeah. it's not his. It's not his match, is it? Really? Maybe that's just good. Maybe Rikishi's good when he's four tall things. I feel like I'm being really harsh on Rikishi now. But... Yeah, I think you think you're unnecessarily having no, a He just wasn't known as a worker, was he? Get in there, jiggle the ass. That's what I see. He's Rikishi. part of the Anoa'i family. How dare you? Serious Rikishi. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad man. <laughs> that's what we need. I'm a bad, bad man. No, it's just coming. And again, no, he didn't. He did it for no, the rock. No, no, he did not need it. <laughs> Didn't need it. Uh, the next uh, sort of backstage segment then is uh, Triple H um, finds a guy with flowers. Ooh, is that Harvey Whipple? Some geek, right? <laughs> no, like I feel like we, we would have known him one if it was him. Do you know, do you know um, shares his birthday with Harvey Whipple? Who? Terry Pierce. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what, what a day. <laughs> what? Yeah. the same person. What went ha- wrong on that day? <laughs> Harvey Whippleman and, and Bobby Fish. Ah. I guess yeah. Bobby Fish brings it back a little bit. But maybe that's why he's so cursed. Bobby Fish always gets injured. <laughs> Terry Peters cursed. Um, yeah, I think he looked like Harvey Whippleman. Basically, he finds a guy with flowers. Um, he then says, Where, where's the guy? Um, so this probably all thinks it's Cat Angle. Triple H goes into a locker room. Oh, it's, um, it's Harvey Whippleman. I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, he goes into the locker room, there's a lot of noises, and then Jericho walks out after he's just beat down Triple H. So, so it was a setup all along from Chris Jericho. Or was it? So what JR will have you believe. 
while the Jerry Coach is ready. Who knows? Yeah, it was weird though. It was weird though how he handily beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he just jumped him. You shoved know. him against it. Shoved him against the door. That's what I took from. from that. There's a lot of noises, and I knew straight away it was Jericho just from his voice. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. him and Kangle don't sound the same, believe it or not. No. <laughs> quite, quite different. Um, then go back to the ring where Shima Man comes out. He calls out the Rock. Um, the Rock comes out and says, "I'm not falling for it." Where's Benoit Harding? Turns out Benoit is in the locker room cutting the rock shirt. So, oh, expensive shirt. So then, mm. Benoit probably won't be able to afford them. Yeah, but yeah. Why, why are we bragging about the faces? Expensive shirts. <laughs> John, that's a heel thing to do. Ben, no, no, two thousands. Right? So we're flush with cash. It's fine. Benoit is destroying things, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he does. Destroying yeah. clothes, destroying families. <laughs> The, the Ben, the video package, and what Jr. is saying about Benoit is is absolutely haunting. Mm. When you know what happens next, some of the things he was saying, mm. yeah, I think he says Benoit has no emotion. Benoit doesn't care. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jr. Jesus yeah. Christ, it's not easy to watch him, is it? I know some people just watch him with like, yeah, I struggle. I don't like watching Benoit matches, regardless yeah. of what it is. I forgot this match was on this actually. Yeah, well, you I think could have sworn the main event was the last one standing match, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, so the Rock's been done over there. He's got all these nice shirts cut. Um, don't like this, because you've paid to see the Rock. You've seen him twice now, so when he comes out for his match, it's not the same. You don't get the same pop, do you? No. It didn't need to be there, did it? It's still a huge pop, though. Yeah. yeah. But I think if you're in the crowd, it's a bit anti-climactic. Imagine if you went, I don't know, if you just like Stone Cold or something. Stone Cold came out earlier and then came out again later. You you'd be mm. like, mm. you know, one thing that really annoys me with this era of um, WWF is that they'd put um, like the big stars on on the advert on like the poster, and then they would not not at the actual event. Like Stone Cold is on the uh, poster for this this show. He's still injured, isn't he? He's still injured. When does he come and... back? So it's Survivor Series. He comes back. Unforgiven, I think. Uh. Unforgiven. Yeah. You know, it's the way Chris Benoit would be in a main event in 2000. Yeah, I think back in the day, they used to have to do him really early, didn't they? Because there was a lot of um, WCW ones after the NWO performed where Hogan was in his red and yellow. Because mm. he had to like actually print him off on that. I'm so sure that's easy to easy to do. Just print off in black and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, then we go to the first, the three main events, and Kurt Angle versus Undertaker. Uh, Angle comes out, Undertaker's on his bike, they start fighting in the crowd. Um, Undertaker, though, um, has he just had his knee smashed in with a wrench? Um, no. D- don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think so. Absolutely not limping whatsoever. Um, he then basically tells the ref, he says, fuck you. It's quite, <laughs> quite explicit. Quite explicit, <laughs> Um, he's not selling his leg injury at all. Angle then starts working leg. Taker finally sells it for a little bit until he decides to just choke slam him and then hit the last ride to win. Seven minutes. This match was dog shit and it was all because of one man. Hard, hard, yeah, the hardest worker in the room. One second. I just feel like he was... He was just in this area where he was just burying people and out trying to... Yeah, yeah. He's just, but, a, he's just an absolute asshole. Yeah, it just, it just felt unnecessary. So he was, I think is he this, just... 
I can see it backstage. <clears> I'm, like, I'm not getting some fucking rookies, not getting one over me. Yeah, but then I think that's why it built and the pop was so big when Maven got him out the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because they've kind of done months just, and months of this. Doesn't happen before. But just I just don't understand the um you can have a dominant match, but when he's just doing like a pump handle slam and then picking him up as if he's gonna win the match. Like even the commentators were trying to cover it a bit, were they? Like, oh I think he would have kicked out, but yeah, it just felt unnecessary for me. Trying to make yeah. a big start. I guess the thing is like you know, Kangol did end up being a big star, so maybe we're all overreacting. But I just think if you did that match in, in this day and age, Undertaker's getting booed the fuck out next week. He's yeah. not. Yeah. His match with Ric Flair is a disgrace. Oh, one of the WrestleManias. 18. Is it 18? Mm. It's an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Just a bit of, and, yeah, a bit of an asshole. And I always had the old DDP feud as well in this era. Yeah. Yeah. The only redeeming factor for him in this era is with that one time he put on snakeskin pants. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming up. <laughs> that is the only redeeming factor <laughs> for Undertaker in yeah. this era. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I think now, now when you watch it more with, uh, I guess if you're a kid, you probably thought this is really cool. Kang's mm. annoying and he's getting beat up. But I think when you watch it now knowing a bit more about the business, it's it's not mm. a good look. It's not mm. a good look for Taker, really, is it, this match? No. Um, and... He gets cheered at the end of that. It's a huge cheer. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Just different different time on it. Which is weird, actually, because over on the other channel, WCW were doing all the work shoot shit, weren't they? But obviously mm-hmm. no one cared at that time because they were literally getting print newsletters and, and dirt sheets and that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, what did Meltzer think of this? Well, Meltzer fucking hated it as well. He gave it three quarters. Three no, quarters. It's, he's wrong. Wrong. Yeah, dead wrong. Uh, minus two. Minus two. Yeah, <laughs> minus two. I like it. Must be generous I, again. I have a big, big scoop. Oh. Um. John Laurinaitis has officially been sacked. Officially fired. Gone. Gone. See, see you later, big pair. Exactly. Gone. <laughs> About time, I think. Will anyone miss Johnny Ace? No. No. <laughs> Speaking, we was on about um. Uh, authority because he's got to be one of the worst. Hundred percent. People, do you remember when he got those big pops though when he came back? <laughs> For that one night earlier, everyone's good people power. No, it's terrible. Aren't he he made a pay per view. Yeah, and you forget he's part of probably one of your favorite matches of all time. Yeah, John Cena the best CM Punk. He's also win. got uh, more five star matches than John Cena. Yeah, which he's is a his, joke. He's it? got two in uh, WCW. So John Cena's only got one first time match. Yeah. Same punk. Right. John, I know, right? I know everyone has a good John Cena, but his matches with AJ Styles, especially the one at SummerSlam, should have got five stars. And his matches with Great Carly, obviously. He actually did get a really good last month. Is it last month's standard match, Howard oh, Carly? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I remember that one. We have really watched that last. Really yeah. He fused him off the stage. Yeah. yeah. And he did that really good match with Umaga. Where he, he had the rope around his the ring rope around his neck when he was doing yeah. the STF. And all about his series of edge. Yeah, no, not a TLC match. No, not five stars, Russ. It's a joke. One. It, is, it is a joke. Yeah. Um, speaking of a match then, which should get five stars, Chris Jericho versus Triple H. Last man standing match. Uh, Triple H is obviously with Stephanie McMahon, 23 minutes. Is this the best last man standing match of all time? Yes. Yeah. What's better, Lou? 
The one at SummerSlam. The one we just had. Yeah. Generally, I thought, I think for a long time I declared this my favourite match of all time. Don't know if it holds up as well as I thought it did when we first watched it, but I still, I still loved it, don't get me wrong. It was a really, really, mm. really good match, but I suppose no, this one, did, no one had did, a tractor. Yeah, I was just about to say it didn't have a yeah. tractor. There's no farm equipment. <laughs> I'm just, I'm now accustomed to my last one standing matches having farm equipment there, so. Right. What are you going to do? Sue me. Um, I think this, especially the second half of this match, after the ref goes down, when Jericho gets back into it, it's so good. Mm. It's, as a, as a, the story sounds incredible. As a wrestling match, I think this is the best last man standing match of all time. Mm. Um, so Triple H is bust up and pretty badly. I mean, he's bleeding everywhere. Um, there's yeah. a ref bump which lets Jericho get back in. Triple H is the arrogant heel. He's sort of sitting on the top rope whilst they're waiting for the count. Um Triple H tries to pedigree Jericho on the steps, but he reverses it. Uh, he then taps to a walls of Jericho. There's a walls of Jericho on Stephanie. Um, there's in a back suplex on Jericho through the table. Um, and this is, anyone pick up on this? JR says, my God, count faster, put them out of the misery. So Michael Cole's a big fraudster. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never Same noticed thing. that line before. Yeah. Michael Cole's copied it. I did feel that the, the, the 10 count was very slow in this mm. match. Very slow. If you compare it to the, the Reigns Lesnar match, yeah. 10 count there seems very quick in comparison. Yeah. It was a slower paced match, this one, though, wasn't it? And that's not a bad mm. thing. Yeah. But it was more an all out bloody brawl, this one, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was bloody. Um, Triple H then stands up at nine and collapses after the, the 10 count has gone. Yeah. Little famous, he was up at 10, but down at 11. 23 minutes, Triple H nearly died because of all the blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what do we think then? So you're saying the, some, the SummerSlam one is better. Is this number two? Uh, are last, they, are they different? Because traditionally, I don't like last one standing matches, do I? But I no. do like this one. I like the other one. But yeah, this is always, this is it's still in my top 10 matches, I think. One that mm. stuck with me uh, in childhood. Mm. The making of Chris Jericho. I think his whole feud was on it, yeah. He doesn't win, but he's, he, he proves he can go with a, a top yeah. guy. I'm sure well, the, the, the title got involved somehow in this feud, didn't it? At some point. Um, it's, mm. it, it's, it's after this, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's when um, Jericho becomes the undisputed champion, and then Triple H, that's when that. that yeah, it's that one, but off. I'm sure. Around this time, there's one where he wins it. it on Raw and gets it to yeah. Coffin, doesn't he? Yeah. But then I'm pretty sure the next few is The Rock still a champion, but it's Angle, Triple H, and The Rock. Yeah, I just can't think what it was because I remember it from school. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. No, no, but Chris Jericho does another great last man standing match with uh, Kane at uh, Armageddon. When the feud that started with the pouring coffee on him. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that match, yeah. Yeah, everyone forgets about it, because it's on the same yeah. as it's the Armageddon Hell in the Cell. But yeah. it, that match is really good as well. Yeah. It buries him, it buries him <laughs> under a load of barrels. Yeah. No, but I, I, I just love this match. Yeah. Period. So I'm assuming Melts will give this five stars. Of course not. Ross, honestly, you can count on one hand the his main roster. He's got Triple H, you know, yeah. he's going to give it yeah, five stars. Yeah, but Jericho was once in Japan. He gave it the same. So no, Jericho's first five-star match was his match against the Mega. <laughs> Uh, he gave it the same though as he gave uh, Brock and Roman 
Uh, four and a half stars. He's wrong. He's wrong. Ross, Ross. Get up, Frenchman. That is how upset I am. <laughs> I don't think the T-shirt says he's wrong, though. Ross Barker, is it? No, absolutely not. Uh, five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, <laughs> um, the scale has been buzzed wide open after that six-star match. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's going to take a lot to um, top that. But I think everyone, everyone knows I'm a big Jericho fan. Huge yeah, Jericho-holic. Um, one of the greatest of all time. And I'll fight anyone that disputes that. And Triple H. He, uh, Triple H has oh, to tri- be one of the most underrated people. I know everyone hates right. him for his, his run after this and the ruthless aggression where he's in evolution and that and he, and he stops having wet hair and he grows that handlebar yeah. moustache. But Triple H oh, is an absolute uh, legend of the business. One of the greatest heels of all time. Yes, yeah. yes, he is. Yeah, absolutely. He's in that. every big moment. Oh, and I mean, at this point in real life, you're not even going out with Stephanie, is he? All this nonsense about like, oh, he's only you only got up there because he was shagging the bus to start. No, he's up there in hell. Yeah, he didn't even start dating until after the divorce on TV. Without he's without a doubt one one of the best storytellers, but he's also one of the best sellers mm-hmm. in in the business ever. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. His matches yeah. are so well thought out. Yeah. Yeah, I think results-wise, he sometimes won more than he should do. But I think, like, um, in terms of like putting people over and giving people, you know, time in the match, mm. he's no better. But like, you, you know, you send time. Like, if he lost this one, I don't think it made a difference to him. No, but he probably but, would have got Jericho to that next level sooner. But you've got two matches with two stalwarts of WWE: Jericho and Undertaker. I get, I get the different, completely yeah. different matches, but you've got Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho, who at this point are probably at the same level, trying to knock on the door of main event. Yeah, and um, I, I'd, I'd say Jericho's potentially a bit higher because he more walked into the main event when he came to WWF. Yeah, but then he went downhill. Again. He had a really rough patch then when he first. Mm-hmm. He's been, he's been here about a year at this point, I think. I yeah, he started getting left off paper views and stuff, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but you've got him at, I would say, at similar levels, and then. At the end of this pay per view, which one do you think's higher? I would say Jericho or Angle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. and that's because of the way the veteran trapped them in the match. I think, and, and yeah, I get, I, and I get the completely different matches, but yeah. yeah but then you flash forward to where it's, it's King of the Ring, isn't it? Um, where he wins the undisputed championship, um, and he, you know, he beat the Rock on Stone Cold on the same night. Yeah, yeah he did. But that's like not until like another year and a half, though, is it? Point. It was. It was meant to. That, that was meant to be Kurt Angle, wasn't yeah. it? And then Vince yeah. changed plans at last minute. Yeah. Is Kurt Angle even the, the the four people? No, he's not in the end. No. No. Yeah. Oh, is he? No, he is. He's the other. Yeah, it's Kurt Angle, yeah, Stone Cold, Jericho, yeah. and Raw. Yeah, he is. Jer- um, Triple H gets eliminated quite early on. Yeah. Is he? In, in uh, the he's injured. Is he injured? At Triple H at that point. I thought he got. I thought he was in it. No, he's, yeah, he's injured because he comes back at the the Royal Rumble, didn't he? Because he misses oh, the invasion, doesn't he, Triple H? Yeah, but I was just going to say, Kurt Angle does get buried by Undertaker in this pay per view, but he's then elevated as his feud with Triple H next. Then mm. he's in the title picture immediately yes. afterwards, so, but he wins the title by the end of the year, doesn't he? Yeah, all Triple H, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, like I say, he probably won more often than he, he needed to at times, but. Well, actually, in the matches, like he was good at putting people there. Sure. Should never, should never have won. 
the match against Sting. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. No, yeah, no, she never even wins it. Sure, Michael's fault out on it. Yeah, someone's fault. Thanks, man. Well, Doug. Um, right then, it's the proper main event then. Uh, the Rock against Chris Benoit for the WWF title. Um, Benoit comes up with Shane Man. The rules are of this match: if the Rock gets DQ'd, then he will lose the title. Yeah. Um, they go twenty-two minutes altogether. Shane Man is really, really annoying. Chris Benoit really comes out annoying. wearing um, one of the Rock shirts as well. Yeah, he does have to just bring it shirt looks, on. Genuinely, it looks like it could kill someone. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh the canvas is covered in in Triple H's blood still, like loads of it. Um been my uses the title pretty early on. So I don't think anybody actually thought that was gonna be the end of the match. Uh Shane McMahon continues to get involved until at the end he hits the ref with a chair. Ref goes down, uh, the rock puts the crossface on Benoit. Benoit's wagging his fingers, like it's clearly saying no, I'm not giving up. And JR's like, he's giving up, goddamn. <laughs> Come on, JR, read the room. That's not what's happening. <laughs> now, well, to be fair, he's lost his monitor, already, so. Yeah. <laughs> they could have, they could have had him tap at this point now. Now I think about it. Yeah, again. He really wanted to like add to the, the rock being screwed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the ref sort of says the match is over. We all think it's because Benoit's give up, I guess. Even though it looks like he's not giving up, but that's what JR's saying. Mm. Maybe Benoit just put it wrong. Um, the announcer then says Benoit's won by a DQ. Um, out comes Kamish, Commissioner Mick Foley. Uh, he restarts the match. Um, Benoit does the crossface, but Rock escapes and he wins it with a rock bottom to retain. Um, what What do we think of this? The second best out of the three main events? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. I was going to say, was it three main events, really? <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, not, it was, as, not as good. Hard to follow what we've just seen in it. Hard, oh, yeah, it's hard to follow. Bit convoluted, right? They give Benoit a lot because I'm really surprised that Benoit was as popular the WWE high ups as he was, given that he couldn't speak and all he could do was wrestle. Yeah, former he was, WCW champion, only. Yeah, terrible he for like one night, wasn't he? Yeah, but he didn't he move over as the WCW champion. Yeah, even though he didn't, he didn't acknowledge it on mm. TV. But but yeah, just it's just yeah, I just think that a bit weird. Yeah. They should have should have done the um, Medusa, yeah. Um, promo. Imagine if they had that had a fucking blown blown up. Yeah, blown up what the little yeah. type. Whatever I don't think he ever took the title from did he? I think he just lobbed it back. Then he, he, he went through. That's yeah. why they put machine up, on it to do the to do the talking. But yeah, he's he's talking. Yeah. He's, he's terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get why they do it. And obviously, he was a good wrestler. But I just find it a bit weird that I'm not even saying I disagree with it. I just think. Given WWE's kind of focus on entertainment, especially at that point, is a weird choice to main event a pay per view. Mm. Yeah, it's not in the and same to give this much where to give him like a false title win. Is he? Is he? So normally do that to test the part, test the part belly. Yeah, yeah. He's in quite a few, isn't he? Yeah, um, quite a few title pictures around this time. Yeah, it's because Stone Cold's injured, don't he? Yeah, You can't just have the the Rock and Triple H in the main event all the time. Yeah. Two big stars, really, at this point, aren't they? And when's Scorpion King or the mum? Is the rock they must know the rock's going soon? 2002 in that, is it? Scorpion King, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's still too bad. He's got another year, that's at least. No, but he misses, a, he misses a bit before Invasion, doesn't he? Yeah, that's still a year away. Invasion. No, no, but, Scorp- I wonder, but what I'm saying is, I'm wondering if they knew he was going. 
You know, Scorpion King 2002. He was in The Mummy, though, wasn't he? Right at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, which so, is did... 1999. And The Mummy Returns 2001. All right. So, to us, they might know that The Rock's been asked to do this film. Yeah. And that's maybe why they're trying Benoit. Mm. In the, uh, Benoit and Angle and Jericho in the main event. Yeah. Yeah. You've not got Austin anymore all of a sudden. Yeah. And then that, you know, you, you know, let's pull somebody new up. Keeping it fresh, yeah. You've got to think as well, Triple H is still fairly new to the main event scene himself at this point, which is Yeah, weird. he's only yeah. taker but... and he's testing out a new gimmick, isn't he? Yeah. And the rock, the rock's not been there that long after, has he? No. So who knows? Um what 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 did Mel say this match? Because I'm interested to see with the with, with the shenanigans that's happened. Mel said he liked it, not as much as the last match, four and a quarter. I think that's a bit high. I think that's way too high. I'm two and a half. Two and a half. I, I thought it was all right. I just, I just I thought I, Shane just, got involved too much. I, I felt like they should have done the matches the way around and just done the main event of Triple H and Chris Jericho without the title. I just think... Yeah, because they could have got away with it by calling it Triple Main Event as well, couldn't they? Like, yeah, yeah, understand. Diminish the title. No. And I think sometimes the gimmick overtakes the title. Yeah. If this was now, I think they would have started with The Rock, Benoit, <coughs> and they would have had the last one stand on last. Yeah. I, I think that. that's how they would have done it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's probably they, the right way to do it. Really. If you just got your big epic match, it goes last in it, no matter, no matter yeah. what it is. Like, traditionally, the Hell in a Cell used to go last in it, even if it wanted any, any, yeah. any title in it. Um, But... Yeah, change really one with all the three. I thought it was alright. Yeah, the um the false finish went on for a long time. Like they did a they did a really good job of thinking Benoit actually won it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of remembered it as it just he it, you know he got the pin or whatever it was, and then or the DQ, and then fully cut immediately. But we're pretty much at the top of the ramp by the time he comes out. Yeah, yeah. Which I just don't remember watching role. this match as a kid. <laughs> I remember watching the whole pay per view, but just not this match. I don't know. I just stopped after the last one standing. Channel Did 4 you, cut it off. But yeah. Uh, yeah, or the tape recording we had just cut yeah. it off. Video plus failed, yeah. Um, right then, so we've got the star ratings. A good, good, solid pay-per-view, I mm. think. Very good. One of the better ones we've watched. Um, what, what are we saying as a whole? Where does this fit? Considering we've been watching WCW in 2000, David Arquette hanging about. Oh, we haven't got that far yet. We've got a couple of years to go yet. Yeah. No, but we we have watched some in the past, don't we? Oh, it's Street's head of WCW too. Yeah, where are they? Compared back then, so where we're watching now with WCW, the NWO, they're smashing it out. This is the middle of the 83 weeks. Yeah. Compare the two. I think if you compare 2000 WWF to like 97 WCW, the undercard isn't as good. But the main yeah. event's better. Yeah, I'd agree. So I think they're probably like the same. You can You can definitely tell why everyone migrated across the WF by this point. Because mm. mm. the main events are a lot a lot better, I think. But I, I don't think the... You know, these kind of... Um, what did we have? Al Snow versus Taz. <laughs> and shit like that. Like, What would you prefer? Like, Hugh Morris against Glacier? I mean, some fucking random loop shows and, <laughs> and whatnot. They were just good quality wrestling on the undercard. I don't know where they want, really. Yeah. yeah. I know that was a Rikishi and Valby and a 7 match, didn't they? But it's too long. It's not too long. But, you know, the tag match, that one as good as a, a WCW title, tag title, is it? We had an unnecessary squash between Taker and uh, Angle. The opening match was, yeah, it was all right. The crowd was randy as fuck. There's a lot of filler on this at the <laughs> beginning. 
Yeah. But the main events were a lot better. So, yeah, I reckon they balance each other out overall. Yeah. Hmm. But I think the the main event, I mean, I'm a bit biased because I remember watching these. But I think the, the main eventers, like The Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, seem like bigger stars than the NWO. Yeah, it's because they weren't getting paid as much as what they were, the guys were in WCW. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just because I'm watching the NWO. Well, it's not, I think with the NWO, there's an obvious hierarchy where they made Hogan was the biggest one. And the others just didn't come across as as big, did they? No. Like, you could tell he went on the shows and it was just a B show. It's the same issue WWE yeah. has now when he don't put Rowan on it. On a yeah. show, yeah, yeah, comes across as a B show immediately. What we're saying overall in this pay per view, what are we, what are we scoring it out of ten? I'd go solid eight. I was going to say eight, seven and a half or eight. So I'm going, I'll go eight. Generally, well, I was also going to say eight. I think that's the first time we've all agreed. Someone else, someone else, six point five for me. Yeah, what if he wasn't being fair? I don't know. <laughs> and what would happen then? Yeah. Um, yeah, eight across the board. I think solid. Mm. Solid the, that I feel like we've done before on the show, you know. I've I guess watched, we'll find out. I have watched this pay per view. It was. Multiple, multiple. That times. last one standing match was genuinely the first match I, I watched when I got the WWE Network. Was it really? Consequently, I think I ended up sticking the. Because I was always the main event again, so I think I ended up watching the rock run right afterwards, yeah. But it was the first pay-per-view I'd, I'd clicked on. We'll be revisiting this again uh, shortly as well on the uh, good old Rocky Road. Yeah, we will. We'll have Terry Peters there. That's a, uh, Terry Peters up. Yeah. First one I watched was obviously Armageddon Hell and Cell. Yeah. And then the next match after that was um, I watched the Outsiders against a Bash of the Beach. Yeah, I think I watched WCW. Because I was curious yeah. about what well, and I remember turning it on and it's all these like he's WCW and I'm thinking, what the bloody hell is this? Yeah, I think I watched WCW Greed, us, um, <laughs> which is not a good fair for you. Say that much. Yeah, all right then. There we go then. Solid eights across the board. Um I don't know what we're doing next week. Well I guess we'll just have to we have to wait and see, won't you? We'll tease you. We've got a plan, have we? Um, should we go Terry to the WCW? I don't know, probably. Yeah. Terry yeah. Peters is back, so WCW. Yeah, Bash of <laughs> the Beach 97. That Bash of the Beach 97, Terry Peters it is back, yeah. unfortunately. So Malaysia, please don't turn off. I turn I off what, already. Yeah, I know what he said. Please listen yeah. to this one. Carry on, listen. <laughs> yeah. He's told me in private that he didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, why did you say it twice then, Peters, on two separate occasions? And he didn't have an answer. But please don't hold that against us. <laughs> um, right then, uh, Aaron, where can we find you? Yeah, I might make a return to Twitch at some point. You need to, week. because Lou's taking your wrestlers. Well, you know, um, I believe there's a, a big restructuring going on. Um, so we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens when I, I bring it back here. Back next in your week. wrestlers and your trademarks, the PWR <laughs> Pringles well there. Well, I'll all be decided. Um, snakes and series. We need wait. that. We need. We need Mister Mellon against. Oh, it's probably going to be fucking Mister Pringles at this rate, isn't it? <laughs> Who is going to be the champ? I don't know. Do I? You do. Yeah, yeah. You do not be a coward and put Mister Pringles as your champion, so he avoids Julius Pringles. We'll see what happens. Do not it. be a coward. Do not do it. Oh, well, the, the oh. big bad wolf for us has got obviously he's got his title match on next month. Oh, he's got no chance against Mister Melon, has he? Yeah. But then, uh, 
But also, maybe we need someone to avenge. Maybe there's someone in the shadows who we've not seen for a while. Business house. Business house, Mr. Mellon. Where is Business house? Some people are saying I, uh, that Business House has turned his back on the Wrestling the Wrestling Federation. Oh. <laughs> when you turned up in the first episode of Wrestle, though, I'll be I'd pull out. I'd pull out of it. It's an excellent series, part of this podcast. It's happening then. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, will, I, I will be back next week um, with a stream as I'm on. I've got a week off work, so you know, no excuse. Terry Peters, uh, will, he's the first cross-promotional guy. Mm. Uh, Lou, where can we find you then? You can find me on the on the Twitter at Lou Markham and uh, on Twitch.tv slash around every uh, every Wednesday. Doing uh, that and Fall Guys. Yeah, the big build-up to uh, Terry Turker versus on the Peters, which I think we're all pretty excited for. Which is happening at Castle Banter. When is yeah. Castle Banter? Castle Banter, because me and I went to a castle once. No, no, but when is it? When is it? Oh, like, I, don't, um, I don't care about the, the crappy story. You've got that's, that's the name of the perfect view. Yeah, it's, we went to a castle. Yeah, um, and then we found a Bible in the um, in the castle. We did. Yeah, found a church actually. Full on yeah, church. church. It's the seventh of September. Seventh of September. So a month to go then. A month to go. Yeah, big build up. Big no, build up. I'll probably only do like one show. Right? Yeah, it's a build up. <laughs> big build up nonetheless. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the USM. You can find us all on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything wrestling around or at wrestle around. Google us, you will find us. But yes, twitch.tv forward slash wrestle around for WWE 2K22 and um, Fall Guys. Where we're trying to do a multi stream on Fall Guys. Yeah, mm. it's fig- I think figure out logistics. It's to figure out. So if you know, if you're a Twitcher and you know, then let us know. Yeah. Because I, I'm sick at it now. So mm. Lou, needs, Lou needs to finally acknowledge me. Well, we'll just, uh, I don't want any crowns yet, have you? So. No, I no, don't need to. Just I'm sick at it now. We'll see. Yeah. I'll beat you easy. Get a crown. Crowns only in my chat. <laughs> you don't get a crown for winning the squad game, do you? No, you get half a crown there. I don't know. Do you? Yeah. You get shards there. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, Right then, that's been this week's episode. Uh, join us on Monday where we do the new show and then join us next week on Wednesday for another fair episode of Wrestling Around. There, Aaron, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Lou, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Bob Rude, thanks for joining us. Glorious! Thank you everybody for listening and join us next week for another episode of Wrestling Around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.